Thanksgiving Day.
Mine sometimes goes to spam folder. I don't know why. I, think, I guess I need to check. I thought I had you guys set up as reliable. However, she phrases for what she says doesn't make it past the spam folder. Hmm. And it comes from, what did she send, 300 email or something? It comes from the Yeah, this 
stand there and hold it, it won't move. Right. <laughs> if you want the the crosser to face him forward, it's facing to the left. And it's hilarious. Okay. Every every time you take fishing line and run it from right, or you can tie it. Tie it to that one there. Tie it to that two different posts. Keep, that thing's gonna keep moving. That won't take much.
fantastic when they took off. And then shortly after that, they're like, they got outside. I'm soggy. Stop. Real quick. Yeah. Where did you end up parking? Maybe we could have done a post Thanksgiving walk off and check the truck.
O Lord, open my lips. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
reading from Deuteronomy chapter 8. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full, full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. O Lord, have mercy on us. God. Reading from 1 Timothy chapter 2. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from Luke chapter 17. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a vi village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God, with a loud voice, and he fell on his feet, his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. O Lord, have mercy on us. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Father, and to the Son, 
and to the Holy Spirit. Christmas. It's the usual routine of taking Thursday off, cooking up a storm, gathering maybe with family and friends, and mentioning a few things that we're thankful for. Then we move on to the holiday rush of spot shopping and spending. But take a moment for today and define how you define thankfulness. Is it only good to be thankful when things are going your way, when you get what you want out of life, is it only right to be thankful when you get your hind end out of a jam and life is back to quote-unquote normal? We heard about a leper today who returned to Jesus. 
He was both a Samaritan and a leper, which is a terrible combination. You'd have more respect if you were actually dead. Yet he returns and glorifies God and gives thanks. But you'll notice his posture in doing it. He prostrates himself. We don't use that kind of word today. What this really means is this guy is on the ground. He's in the dirt. He's in the dust. A sign of unworthiness, the uh, the understood gesture of true repentance and humility. For you see, true thankfulness for us, really as Christians, is a matter of life and death. We cannot truly be thankful when we believe that we have earned or merited, deserved, or chosen the good things that we have. True thankfulness is the fruit that only comes from being brought out of life, out of death into life. Our life as Christians must be recognized each and every day of our lives to die to ourselves and to live to Christ each and every day, as we hear in the Catechism, to daily wash and drown away our sins in our baptism. Each day we should return to the grace, mercy, love, and forgiveness shown to you in those waters of baptism, confessing your sins and receiving God's cleansing absolution. Sure, we are thankful we pray before a meal. Maybe we pray our come Lord Jesus's rather quickly. But let us also today recognize that each morsel of food from that turkey or that stuffing or that ham, each each piece of that food that you place into your mouths and those that you throw away are precious and undeserved and unmerited gifts of God's grace, his mercy, his providence, and his love. Sure to be a Christian is to return to the Lord in thanksgiving, which is ultimately to die to yourself in humility and repentance and to acknowledge that the Lord is the giver of all good and perfect gifts, spiritually and physically. The leper who returns falls at Jesus' feet with praise and thanksgiving because he was as good as dead. And yet the Lord of life made all things new. And so it is with us. In my sin, I'm as good as dead. In your sin, you are as good as dead. And yet we come this day kneeling before the Lord, begging for mercy and forgiveness. Not a very happy, cheery Thanksgiving message, I know. But one of great invitation to his grace. And ultimately, as we celebrate on Sunday, his feast. As you sit down to your meal today, be reminded of all the blessings you've been given, but also keep in mind the one meal that surpasses any turkey or stuffing. I personally am looking forward to the canned cranberries. The meal that you should be reminded of is the meal of Holy Communion. But it is also known in the Greek as the Holy Eucharist. That's not a Catholic term, that's a Greek term. And the word Eucharist simply means thanksgiving. In the Old Testament, there was a Eucharist, a thank offering offered up as part of the sacrificial system. In Jesus' time, the Greek-speaking Jews called this the Eucharist. But it isn't about something doing something for God in this meal. It's not even us saying our come Lord Jesus's or thank the Lord and sing his praise. 
The Eucharist is not how we say thank you to God. In the Eucharist, Jesus is the thank offering. He is our Eucharist. He is our thank offering. He has been handed down to us so that we may consume God's sacrifice. We give our thanks for the one gift that surpasses all others, the gift of God himself in your midst. Every Sunday that we enter here and we fall down at our feet before Jesus, giving thanks and praising God, we bring nothing to him but ourselves, our sins, and we respond with our praise and thanksgiving, for he is alone who has restored us. Today, as Jesus looks at this leper, we might read this as, your faith has made you well. But really what Jesus says there today is, your faith has saved you. We come as lepers and Samaritans, not necessarily suffering physically from those things or having that social status, but we come as sinners, looking for grace, mercy, and forgiveness, for acceptance, healing, and cleansing of all of our sins. And Jesus gives you those things today and every day. And more and more, he sends us on our way by his faithfulness to show those fruits to the world, to bear forth grace, mercy, and love, and forgiveness to everybody else, whether you like it or not, all in the name of Jesus and to the glory of the Father. So today, as we commemorate, once again, a national day of Thanksgiving with the dreariness outside and the rain and the turkey in the oven, take a unique opportunity to take stock of all the things that we are thankful for. Sure, we are reminded in the small catechism we are given food, clothing, to be sure, family and friends, to be sure, a devout husband or wife, devout children, our bodies and lives, and especially the grace and mercy and love and forgiveness we have received as a free and perfect gift from our Father in heaven through Jesus Christ, who is our Eucharist, our great thanksgiving offering. We'll give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We rise.
freely you have received, freely we bring our offerings to the Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God is the kingdom and the power the Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, your mercies are new every morning, and you graciously provide for all of our needs of body and soul. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may acknowledge your goodness, give thanks for your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.